Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Carol Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download this episode and share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed and make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. In the last episode, I spoke about hope for all seasons in the midst of a pandemic and the resultant effects on lives, on the economy, and on the church. We definitely cannot afford to lose hope, not now, not ever. Hope will keep us secure in our position in God. Hope will remind us who we are in God. Hope will remind us of the promises of God. Then we can fix our eyes on the future, knowing that it is bright because God is in it. Now that we have secured hope, let us move into the meaty stuff faith. Hope will hold you steady, but faith will move you forward towards that which you have hoped for. When we go to sleep every single day, we believe that we will wake up. We act on it by planning for tomorrow. But you see, faith is deeper than that. It's about the substance that causes you to act or speak in a certain way and speak with certainty about that which you believe in. So faith is the basis of our relationship with God. We believe the Lord Jesus We believe that he died for our sins. We believe that he came in the flesh. We believe that he's coming back again. We believe that he is the son of God and our savior. And it is because of that basis that we are saved. Faith is what causes someone to get up and go without money, believing that God has made a plan and they end up in their destination. I remember reading a story about one of the servants of God that lived a long time ago. And he came to South Africa by sea. And the story is that he left with very little money and he got into the ship he didn't have enough money even for food but before he boarded the ship somebody came in and gave him some money and he came to south africa and he didn't know where he was gonna stay he didn't know a single person in south africa but as he got off the ship someone came and asked about him and his family and that lady took this man and his family to her own home she came because god had instructed her to come down and fetch a man and his family and that was the beginning of the ministry of this man of faith who came to South Africa. Hope will make you to see a future in a certain place doing great work, but by faith you will rise up even when you don't have the means to go there. And you will rise up and go there because you have the substance, you have something that you believe in that you're holding on to, something that is sure that I will get there. Faith is what causes one to declare healing of a disease when doctors have given up on you getting healed from that disease. When people say cancer cannot be healed, faith is what makes somebody to rise up and say, God will heal this disease and I will be well. Faith can even seem foolish when the odds are against you. When there is a witness to the extent of the problem, faith stands. When the doctors say there is no hope, faith stands and say, I am healed. Faith stands and say, this person is healed. When hope stands still and looks at the horizon, faith rises up and does something in words or in action. It doesn't help to sit and look at the horizon and say nothing because faith is in action. Faith is in words. I love reading classic books on healing. The likes of Catherine Kuhlman, Smith Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, Lester Sumrall, Maria Woodward Etta. These are men and women of God that did mighty works, signs and wonders. The things that God did through these servants of God are amazing. Today we are faced with some gimmicks that are bringing the church into disrepute and discouraging other believers from believing for miracles. It's like the enemy is pushing us to a corner with challenges and holds us there with the shenanigans of the false miracles making one to stop believing altogether. There are people that just will not believe that God can heal cancer. People will rather believe the report of the doctor that says this is incurable and will not hold up the word of God before his face and say father you said by his stripes we are healed for he never 
said by his stripes you'll be healed only of headaches he didn't say you'll only be healed of stomach aches he didn't say you'll only be healed of arthritis he said by his stripes you are healed all manner of sicknesses and diseases today a question may be asked by those who don't believe in god or those that believe in god but don't believe in miracles that question can be if god can heal why is he not healing people from covid 19 whilst people are getting healed and some are dying from other diseases like cancer hiv aids heart attacks diabetes and so on people are asking the question about covid 19 as if it's a special disease compared to others other than the issue of the infection rate covid 19 is just another disease the question should be is there faith in the church not that can god heal covid 19 do we have faith enough to stand against this disease and say father your word says we are healed by the stripes of jesus we are healed of all manner of sicknesses and diseases now to answer this question i want to share a testimony a personal testimony it's not about covid 19 but it's about faith and faith for healing i grew up believing in god i grew up reading the bible going to uh, meetings in a bible reading family a praying family but um, the doctrine wherein i grew up in a, in as far as issues of faith and healing and miracles was such that such things are no longer happening so i grew up praying but not having uh, a teaching strong teaching about faithful healing today i grew up with a teaching that says it shall be well with us in paradise um, where there will be no sickness no disease I, i remember that scripture very well that we'll have a time where we will not have sickness or disease or even death but the issue is we are living now we need healing now we need um, victory now over sickness and disease so i grew up and um later got married and had children and there's one particular child that when she was born she was very sickly and at that point in time i had uh, come out of my family church and i had been to the world and i was lost somewhere in in between you know and and this child was born and i had i had nothing to fall back on i had nothing to hold on to i had very little faith i basically had no faith i i had hope i had a wish i had desire i had a strong request to god concerning my child but i I did not have something tangible to hold on to that God will actually save my child. I remember that I buried my child many a times in my mind. Every time I looked at her sick, I would bury her in my mind. I, I came to a point where I thought she will not leave. I would wake up in the middle of the night and look at her just to see if she's still breathing. And I must say that today she's a, a, a lovely child. She's alive, she's well, she's older now. But during that period, I didn't know the power of God to heal. I I, I had read stories, you know, when you read the Bible as if it's a storybook. It makes no difference. It has no meaning to you and it will not even help you. But when you seek God in every story that is written in the word of God you find God when you hold God onto that which is written about him God will surely come through for you so she was sick from birth until she was around 5 years old and in the middle of that I got saved and I met up with a family friend and her husband and got to church and uh, got to start reading the bible again we discussed matters with my friend and I began to seek God for my child's healing I I remember very well that in the beginning I didn't even know where to look when I needed to talk to God about healing. I I had this family that would hold my hand. They were available to pray with me for every episode that we had with the child. They were there to pray with me. We prayed in the middle of the night. We'll drop the phone and they'll say
they call again anytime our phones will be on i would call them twice three times during the night because we had more episodes during the night and i would call them and they would pray with me but one of the things about the husband of this my friend uh, was that he's a teacher of the word and therefore before you can even engage in prayer he wants to talk about the word of god so he will begin to say let us read the word of god or he'll begin to say the word of god says this uh, in this scripture if we read it it says this and that by his stripes we are healed he came with healing in his wings he would not narrate the story but he will actually put a case for healing and uh, i was intrigued i needed something to hold on to i i, I bought books i read um, I've already stated the kind of uh, books that I read. So every time I would read a book about Catherine Kuhlman and the works of God that were done through her, through her ministry, my faith was being built up. I was reading the word of God. I was reading the testimonies of Jesus because Jesus has not stopped working just because the Bible has already been written. He did not stop working after the last apostle died. He is still working even today. So I would read the testimony of what Jesus Christ is doing even today or what Jesus Christ has done in the past and every time I read about these things I begin to picture I, I begin to 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 form a view or a strong view about God concerning healing I would take scriptures and I would put them down as prayer points and I'll speak the word of God and as I speak the word of God my faith was being built up and before you know it I stopped calling this couple during the night of course we fellowshiped we prayed together with great times of praying together but I stopped calling them during the night and was able to stand on the word of God together with my children. I remember one time um, we had an episode and I called my children, all of them, and I said, come, we are going to pray. And and they came out of their bedroom. They were sleeping. It was in the middle of the night. I called them out. Come, we're going to pray. They were wide-eyed. They didn't know. They thought the child was dead. But I said, no, we are going to pray. And they said, Ma, I said, we're going to pray. And and got into the bedroom and we started praying. All of us, we started praying for the child until she woke up. And um, my husband gave her some water and she drank and she was fine. And, and that was, for me, the building blocks of faith. Where you read the word of God, where you read about the testimonies, where you begin to look at incidences and, and experiences of people about what God has done in their lives. And you begin to say, Father, if you did this for this person surely you'll do this for me because you see god is the same yesterday today and forevermore and the more we prayed the more i got comfortable to stand on my own between me and god and we pray i say me because most of the time i was far away from home with my children and my husband was in in another city so it was me and my children most of the time and would pray and of course with this um, family but you see i got to stand up and go to Build my faith by hearing what the word of God is saying, by reading the word, by reading the testimonies. It's not that God had no power to heal my child when I was not saved, but it is that I had no faith for healing. God did not change, but I did. I got saved. I read the scriptures. I declared the word of God and I confessed Jesus as the healer of my child. And I stood my ground against the enemy. I got to know what the works of the devil are. I got to know the works of Jesus. I got to know the power of God. And I got to begin to see that this is the work of the enemy and I need to stand against him. I became uncomfortable with sickness. I became uncomfortable 
with it. I, I, I would not let it stay in my house. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Substance is a particular matter with uniform properties, a real physical matter. It is tangible and it is solid. That's what definition is of, of what substance is. So where hope sits and waits positively, faith moves on the basis of substance. Something is there that moves the person to do something, to act in a certain way, or to say something. It says also faith is the evidence. It's the evidence, it's the substance and is the evidence. So when you look at the available body of facts or information that indicate whether the belief or the proposition that you have, it is true or valid, then that you're building up the evidence concerning that issue. The Bible contains many facts that indicate healing is possible in the name of Jesus. We know that a woman that had an issue for 12 years, she was healed by touching the hem of the garment of Jesus. We know that blind man, Bartimaeus, who was born blind, was healed. He, he got his sight he, he began to see a man that was born blind we know that there's a woman that was in the temple who was bent down and could not be straightened up and we know that she was freed because jesus christ said this daughter of abraham also had to be healed also had to be freed from the clutches of satan so we take this body of evidence and we say um this is evidence that jesus christ heals and jesus christ healed these people and the bible says he's still the same God even today. You see, the fact that Jesus Christ healed people is not an issue of a debate. Why do I say that? It's because the people, the Bible records that the people wanted to kill Jesus, not because that they did not believe that he healed, but that he called himself God. So there was never a dispute on whether the miracles happened in the time of Jesus, but it was the elevation of the one that they thought was just a mere man, a prophet, a rabbi to the status of God. So they didn't say, we want to stone you because you healed someone. They didn't want to stone him because he healed someone on the Sabbath. But they wanted to stone him because he called himself the son of God. So even those that wanted to challenge the miracle, they did not dispute the miracles themselves. But they disputed the source. Some of them even alleged that he cast out demons by a peaceable. So the record about Jesus Christ healing people, it is true. There is no dispute about that. So you take that body of evidence and you say, there is sufficient evidence for one to move forward towards healing by the power of God in faith. You take that evidence and you say, this is true and therefore it is applicable for me even today. Now, how come some attain it and some do not? Well, to the extent of the evidence that you gather, your case can be proven. Little evidence does not make you win a case in court. You have to gather a lot of evidence. You must also be convinced and convince others with the evidence that you have gathered. So if you are the kind of person that opens the Bible once on a Sunday morning in church, when you get back home, you close it and you watch television and all sorts of things. You read the newspapers. You never gather the evidence about a specific subject matter. When you have an issue on that subject, it will be very difficult for you to prove that God can actually assist you in that matter. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how do you gather this body of evidence? You gather it by hearing the word of God. Hearing is a continuous doing word. You do not gather evidence by hearing once. You do not go seeking for evidence once, but you continuously seek evidence. You continuously hear the word of God. It is a continuous doing word. You cannot build a body of evidence by hearing the word of God once. You continuously hear the word. You continuously read. You continuously listen. You are building evidence. And it says here, you hear the word. The dimensions of the word here is written word, spoken word, Jesus also being the word of God. So you, you can read the word of God. You can hear the word of God spoken through teachings and preachings and testimonies. And you can also hear God speaking to you. 
Jesus himself. He speaks even today. He speaks to you through um, the small voice that speaks to your spirit. Um, he speaks to you through even prophets. He speaks to you in, in various ways. So the issue is not the ability of God to heal, but the required faith for healing. The disciples of Jesus, they spent three and a half years listening to the word of God. During that time, Jesus sent them out with his authority and they went and healed the sick. He did not send them at the beginning of his ministry, but he taught them. They listened. They heard him. They He also demonstrated through healings and other miracles. So they heard and what they heard, they also saw and what they saw, they believed. Since their faith was still wavering, one time they failed to cast out a demon out of a boy. So they built up their faith, but their faith was still wavering. Though they heard, they were still hearing they were still building up their faith. So they met up with um, stronger demons and, and they failed to cast it out. But you see, they had begun to work miracles. They had begun to cast out demons. They had begun to heal the sick because their faith had been built up with Jesus Christ teaching them the word. They had built their faith by hearing what Jesus Christ has to say. And it is the word of God that we listen to and build up our faith even today. For example, if you if you look back or if you think back of the story of Peter walking on water, there were 12 disciples. Only one of the 12 walked on water, but all the 12 were believers and disciples of Jesus. The 11 had not built up enough faith to hear the word of Jesus and come out of the boat. Because you see, Peter said to Jesus, if it is you, Lord, tell me to come. And Jesus Christ said, come. So Peter got out of the boat because he heard the word of Jesus saying, come. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So he heard the word of Jesus saying, come. And Peter arose, had enough faith to jump straight into the water. But of course, because his faith was still little and still wavering, the minute the wind started to blow, the minute the waves started to become heavy towards him, he stopped focusing on Jesus. He stopped hearing the word of Jesus and started to drown. But the good thing is he walked on water. The one disciple out of 12 disciples walked on water. The rest of them, they were watching. Probably when he jumped out of the boat, they were like, Peter, when are you actually like things too much? What are you trying to do? And maybe when he started to drown, they were like, we told you, you cannot walk on water. But he did because he built up his faith. Peter was the one person that will hear once and jump. He tried and failed, tried and failed, built up faith and began to run with things. So today we cannot be asking such questions as does God heal? Because we need to say, what does the word of God say about healing? And when we've heard the word of God, we hold um, God to that word. It says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So faith is built up by collecting evidence, building up the substance. But then faith is obtained through God. It is God that gives us a measure of faith. But then faith is built up by you getting the word of God believing it and acting on it. So you cannot keep on hearing the word of God and you do nothing about it and you say, I have faith. Even mere salvation, if you hear the gospel being preached, you can go to many crusades and hear the word of God being preached and uh, being invited to salvation, to commit your life to Jesus. But until you act it out, whether you're raising a hand or whether you are repeating after whomever is preaching, but the thing is, something has to be done by you to say that i have faith and then nothing it doesn't help faith acts 
faith does something and when you say when we say faith act we don't necessarily say that it is your action that is important but you see your your action says to god now it is time for god to act because you have done something um you have believed something you you've held him faithful he who promised so on the question can god heal covid-19 the answer is very simple god has power to heal any disease god can heal cancer god can heal covid-19 god can heal headaches god can heal stomach aches if we can say god cannot heal covid-19 then we should not even dare to ask god to heal headaches we cannot even dare to ask god to heal um, diabetes and high blood pressure and all other diseases if we can put a limit to god on covid-19 then we should not even begin to think of god healing any other sickness or disease but you see we are people of faith we are people that believe the word of god i saw a video on facebook of a man who had covid-19 and um his testimony was that god sent a cleaner and and that captured me I was like wow god sent a cleaner to a sick man and the story is when he narrates his story he starts by speaking the word of god that says god will never leave you nor forsake you and then he tells his experience fighting covid-19 he said when no one was allowed in god sent a cleaner like a ray of sunshine the cleaner talked to him when he walked into his ward um he started talking to him and encouraging him he was there to clean the ward but because that man is a missionary he started to do what God has sent him to do in that hospital. He told him that he was a missionary in another country and he told him about the love of Jesus and the love of God. He told him the testimonies of what God did. And all of these things as this man kept on hearing what God was doing in other countries through this missionary, his faith was built up as well. And the missionary prayed for this man right at the door of course because he can't touch him he he stood at the door and prayed for him and and that night his condition turned around he became better and he desired specific crisps and a coke and he prayed imagine just asking god god can i please have a coke and this specific crisps the next morning glory to jesus the the cleaner the same man came into that ward and brought him a can of coke and the very crisps that he asked for and some oranges of course god will add a little bit of something but you see what excited this man was that god was not interested in healing him of covid-19 only God wanted him to know that he is nearer to him. God has never forsaken him. That he had COVID-19, it doesn't make him less of a believer in God. If this man did not believe in God, he would not even ask for the crisps and coke. But he prayed unto God and God healed him. And God came back to show him that it's actually me that healed you. Why? By giving him that which he had asked for and desired. Crisps and a coke are nothing. Yes, they are nothing. But you see, when you've asked that specifically of God and he gives you exactly what you've asked for, then you'll know that there is God and God is alive and our God is a loving God. And this man was healed. He was healed. Many are healed of COVID-19. Yes, many are recovering out of their own uh, immune system being um, strong. But you see, as a believer, I accept one thing, that I breathe because of God, that I'm alive because of God. You cannot even begin to boast and boast of your immune system and then tomorrow you never wake up from your sleep. You're healed from your from COVID-19 because of your immune system if you claim so. And then the following day you die out of nothing. So, as far as I am concerned, I am alive because there is breath in me because of God. So, God heals. 
Do we have faith for it? I would say, dare to believe God even today. Dare to believe God. He will do what his word says concerning your issue. I don't know what you need from God, but I know that God heals. I don't know what you need from God, but I know that God provides. I know that God protects and defends his children. I know that God delivers his children. I know that God is God of miracles, signs, and wonders. There is nothing that is uh, minute in God. Every little thing is detailed to God. If you think about it, Jesus Christ saw a tree and wanted to eat of its fruit and found that there was no fruit. And he cursed that tree and it withered. You think, but what's about the tree? The bottom line is this, God is sovereign and powerful. Even a tree that is not responsive to him, he can actually cause it to die. So today, build up your faith. Today, listen to the word of God. Today, keep on hearing the word of God. Build up your faith. Stand up. Believe God for greater things. That is it for today. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.